1: Bowl season is here and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. No, not this year. Not when there are a record 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship on Jan 7. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win, ownership cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money during the bowl season, you got to go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have the nice bankroll for the bowl season. Use promo code ZABE when you deposit and activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, the Redskins' new marketing brain trust, gone, one and done. I'll explain why it matters to those who don't already know. My man, Getter, on the Packers coaching search, Best Buy store returns, and more. All that plus President Fat Chamber says, start walking like an Egyptian, or else. Your essential Sports Talk Day Starter is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thursday, December 27th, 2018. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right into it. First and foremost, a lot of great feedback from people regarding my holiday ZabeCast, the round the dinner table with the old Zabin clan. A lot of people saying, man, I laughed so hard. I didn't even know who you were talking about, but I got the flavor of it. I love how your mom does not back down from any argument. I love, uh, it's, a lot of people said it reminded me exactly of how they were and how they are with their family around their dinner table or around their kitchen table or around the living room or whatever. And that's great. I'm glad to have brought a little bit of that to you. My mom was kind of like surprised, like, does anyone listen to this? I'm like, Mom, they listen to whatever shit I put out there. My people love me. I could put out 35 minutes of bars and tone. Boo. And somebody would listen, going, You're the best boss. That was a great prank. I kept watching, waiting to see when that would end. And it didn't. 35 minutes in, it's genius. You're the best boss. So thank you for that feedback there. Now, I got a question for people regarding dads. Tell me if your dad is like my dad in this regard. So, as you know, my parents are going out to Arizona to spend the winter, which is great. I'm very jealous. I told my dad before Christmas, I said, Dad, I'd like to go out with you to Delaware to the uh, Dover Downs Casino, which is two and a half hours away or thereabouts, and go play some blackjack. We'll get a room for the night and we'll stay there and we'll play and, uh, you know, let's just go. I've got time after Christmas uh, itself off from work. I said, let's go do this. Well, my parents don't fly out until Wednesday the 2nd. And they no longer drive. They've had their car shipped out there now. And so my dad has to merely pack two suitcases and a carry on. I started asking him about going to play blackjack, I mean, a week ago. And he was hemming and hawing. I don't know. I, you know, Steven, I've got so much stuff. And you're, he's always saying, you know, your mother keeps putting things on my plate. I don't know how. I go, Dad. By my calculations, you have all day tomorrow to pack, the next day all day, another day, and then Sunday. And then if you take Monday off, and I'm going through the days, and he's like uh, he's like grimacing. And it's not that he doesn't want to go with me. I know he does. And it's not like he doesn't want to play blackjack. He loves to play blackjack. That's why he subscribes to Stanford Wong's blackjack newsletter. And I know that I've talked about how I'm retired from blackjack, but I'll come out of retirement just for my pops. Just so I can play alongside him and and, and spend some of that time. Because I'm not going to see him for a couple months, you know? Wanted to do this. And there's nothing else to do. And the reason we'd go all the way out there instead of the Hollywood Casino, which is in West Virginia, is Dover Downs is smokeless. Mm. Man, is that a game changer right there. Whereas, of course, uh, West Virginia, good luck getting a casino to be smokeless in West Virginia. No offense, West Virginians, I'm just saying. I think that's a pretty high bar. Anyway, so my dad just has been putting me off, putting me off. And finally, when I pressed him on it on Christmas night at my brother's house over dinner, he basically said, nah, I I can't do it. And I was like, very disappointed. I was like, dad, you're killing me, man. He's like, I know, Stephen, I know. I'll make it up to you. I'll make it up to you. He's like, you come out to Arizona, we'll go out to Talking Stick Casino and play there. And I said to him, and this might have been kind of harsh. And maybe it was uh, not right to say to him, but I said, well, you can't make it up to me, Dad. It's gone. The chance is gone. The opportunity to be with you and laugh and just do whatever in the car for a couple hours and play black, it's gone. You can't make it up. Can't make up time. Can't make up opportunity to do this. Was that harsh of me? Should I not have said that? Anyway, I think my dad, because he's retired now, and a former government worker, I think he has now conditioned his life so that if he only has one thing to do, and he has almost endless amount of time to do it, in this case pack two suitcases and one carry-on to go spend three months in Arizona, he will spend every minute possible doing that task. And even if he's not doing the task of actually packing, he's pretending to to do the task. Or he's saying he's thinking about it. Or he has to go out and get some more toiletries. Or go buy another flannel shirt in case it gets too cold in the morning out there. It doesn't matter. I think he just he's, just, he's retired. He doesn't have anything to do. He's filling the time with the only task in front of him right now, which is pack two suitcases for Arizona. Either way, I love you, Pop. We will make it up. We'll, we'll get out there uh, either a Talking Stick or wherever you want to go, and we'll get it done. Is anyone else's dad like that, though? I just would love to know. I have a couple rules I would like to institute for the Internet, if that's okay with everybody. Internet rule number one, and this would be imposed on every tech company if I were a president with unlimited power. Rule number one is the user is allowed to make his password whatever the fuck he wants. It's my account. It's my password. If I don't give a shit about the security of some random Tumblr blog that I have, don't make me jump through hoops like, well, that password was used less than eight months ago. You need to choose another one. It must have a capital letter. It must have a symbol. Hey, fuck you. This is my account. I'm literally not worried about anybody hacking this account. And besides, it's my account. Shouldn't I be allowed to have a password that is password1234 for everything if I want? So that would be rule number one. Internet law number one. Internet law number two. No updates of software larger than one gigabyte. I spent... Three hours or so just sitting around waiting for my second new iPhone to download the latest operating system. Oh, yeah, yeah, here's what happened. So the white iPhone that I hate, that you've heard about already, for some reason today stopped simming. In other words, the SIM card somehow went bad. And my phone just started middle of the day reading, no SIM card, no SIM card. System reboot, network settings reboot, take it out, put it back in, turn yourself about, put your left foot in, your right foot in, do the hokey pokey, nothing, nothing, nothing. So I go back to the store where I got this stupid white iPhone because the the, the rep said it was silver, and I go, ah, silver is fine, not realizing that silver is just the edge color. It's really white. I got it, and I hated it, and I'm like, God, I want to return this. And they said, no, you can't return it. You're stuck with it now. You only get one return. Otherwise, there's a restocking fee. So I met up with the same tech. Zach is his name. And he's looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. Eh, you know what? He goes, let's just swap out the phone. I don't want to mess with this. I go, okay, great. I said, is there any chance you'd now have a black iPhone 8 Plus with the uh, 256 megabits Or 256 gigabyte storage. He said, Let me go check. Comes back and he says, No, sorry, I don't have it. So I now have a second brand new white iPhone that I hate. But I'm just going to have to learn to live with it. In fact, I've made a commitment. I was actually researching today how much would it cost? How how much could I sell it for on eBay? Could I buy another Black 8 Plus on eBay? Craigslist or something who knows where I was researching skins to put on it and well if I got a black skin it would look as good and I'm like "You're you're sick you need to get over this you need to stop returning things so I got a second brand new white iPhone but of course as I go to then it should be an easy thing just to okay I've got it backed up on my computer boom there we go I'm good Oh, no. Oh, no. No, you must download the latest software because these iPhone 8 Pluses have been sitting in boxes several iOS system updates ago. So me with my pokey-ass internet all the way out in the country, it's like, oh, yeah, downloading 3.24 gigabytes. What, is that a problem? Do you not have 50 megabytes downstream like everyone in the cable and Fios worlds? No, I don't actually. Oh, okay, well then it'll be about three hours. See you in three hours, everybody. So I get that done, and then I install that, and it's like, okay, now you can back up from your backup. Okay, please restore my iPhone. It says, estimating time remaining. It took took like 10 minutes just for the computer to estimate how much time it was going to take. When it finally came back with a verdict, it was about an hour. (laughs) Oh, about an hour? And then later on in the restore process, it would get down to like an odd specific number, such as 37 minutes, and it would say, in about 37 minutes. Well, wait a minute. Is it about 37 minutes, or is it in 37 minutes? So three hours to download the latest iOS software for the phone, 3.24 gigabytes. New internet law, no. you got to make those updates smaller. And if you have to do it in multiple chunks, you do it in multiple chunks. We're not doing three gigabyte updates and then about an hour or so to restore the phone oh i think i'm I'm all set now the phone is perfectly the way no it's not because now i've got multiple apps that are grayed out and waiting 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 loading waiting who knows how long this is going to take for god's sakes so there's all that also i think internet law number three would be everything is right clickable everything you design a menu you design something that can be clicked on the internet for more information it should also be right clickable to do something else with it to delete it to move it to rename it i hate it when i get on something like oh how do i do this oh you know what here just right click it i bet if you right click it all the secrets will be revealed right click and the world is yours right click right click right click what the hell Why is there no right-click here? I think I was sorting through old bookmarks in my browser, and I'm like, right-click, delete. Why is there no delete? Oh, i got to go into Bookmarks Manager. Oh, I can't just right-click, delete from my bookmarks of, okay, I don't need this bookmark anymore, so get rid of it. Those are my internet laws, and I'm sticking to them. Bowl season is here and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. No, not this year. Not when there are a record 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship on Jan 7. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win, ownership cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money during the bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have the nice bankroll for the bowl season. Use promo code ZABE when you deposit and activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. All right, let's get to the real news of the day, and that is the Redskins are parting ways with four front office people who are in charge of the business operations of the Redskins, and they lasted less than 10 months. In fact, they were hired in May, I want to say, uh, or at least they officially came on board, and they make it to December. You do the math on the number of months, eight months or thereabouts. President of Business Operations, Chief Operating Officer Brian LaFamita, Chief Marketing Officers, Officer Steve Ziff, Chief Commercial Officer Todd Klein, and Chief uh, Vice President of Sales and Marketing Jake By. B-Y-E. Ooh, That is ironic. Bye-bye on all four. Wow, wow, wow. Lafamita was a highly touted exec who came right from the cradle of Goodell, worked in the NFL's front office in their club business development department for eight years, and they gave him a title... LaFamina that directly reported to Dan Snyder. In announcing the hire, Snyder said of LaFamina he was coming to the Redskins with, quote, fresh thinking and big ideas to implement. Not no more, ain't. Now, there's a lot of people saying, oh, these, I feel bad for these four guys who are out after less than one year. They had to move their families, and it's right after Christmas, Don't feel sorry for anybody who ever leaves the Redskins. That's number one. Number two, they took that money. They probably had enough people telling them, hey, I don't know if you want to go do that. So they took the money. I'm sure it was good money, and they may be getting bought out in some form or fashion. So let's not shed a bunch of tears them, The reason why this matters to Redskins fans is that we have an astonishingly terrible home field situation. The players this year, notably Swearinger and Norman, said they don't like playing at home because it's so depressing. The stadium is half-filled. There's too many fans of the other team. This is not good. In fact, LaFamina said that he wanted to create the best home field in the NFL once again at FedEx Field. Good luck with that. was never going to happen, but he said that was his goal. He also said, and this might have been his undoing, in fact it probably was, he spoke of transparency and of doing the right thing, quote-unquote, moving forward at Redskins Park. In a meeting with reporters in September, Mr. Ziff, Acknowledged that fans viewed the Redskins as a money-first organization and insisted that they were trying to combat that image. (laughs) What are you doing saying that to reporters? Do you not know who you work for? So these four guys are out. Now, why does it matter? It matters because the, the franchise continues in a death spiral. And it's not good when the home field experience completely sucks. It's not good when the players are complaining about it. It's just, it, it's all bad. And I don't blame the fans for staying away. Well, why would you go? FedEx Field is awful. But the bigger picture is Dan Snyder hires qualified people from outside the organization. They come in and get sacked within a year. As if this mediocre team, with a, two quarterbacks who snapped their legs, it, a stadium they did not build, years of bad business practices they are trying to reverse as if this year's bad attendance was their fault. Get out. It also means, and this is what I tweeted, I said, if I know two things as sure as my bald head, two things I know for sure. One, Bruce Allen is coming back. He ain't going nowhere. This is Bruce Allen strengthening his grip, eliminating any rivals to the Kings' ear that he whispers sweet nothings of glory into Dan Snyder's ear. He has to bend down to do it because he's a very tall man. Not saying Snyder's not tall, I'm saying Bruce is tall. He bends down and whispers into Dan's ear We're a couple players away. Don't listen to these new guys. We know what to do. So now he's going to be back, and he's going to have even more power than ever. That's number one. And the second thing is the waiting list is coming back. Oh, how I missed ye. You were gone for just six months, after which Brian LaFamina admitted, eh, you no, know, we got tickets. You want tickets? We got tickets. How many you want? Two? Four? How about eight? Come on, get eight. They're cheap. Parking is expensive, but the tickets are cheap. Come on. Beer's expensive, too, but still. Who wants them? We got tickets. Get your tickets here. LaFamita had my boy Cooley, and I know he hated this. He had my boy Cooley out giving away free Redskin tickets to the home opener in September against the Colts to any Redskin fan he spotted on the streets of Washington, D.C. wearing Redskin gear. That's it. That's all you needed. My goodness. Bad times here. All right, let's get my fix of Wisconsin. i got to call my boy, Getter, see what's up. Packers are looking at some new head coaches. And uh, I'm not really thrilled by the short list so far, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out.
0: Good evening, sir.
1: And you are live on the Zabecast, Getter. Good evening, sir. How are you?
0: I am fantastic. Yourself? Yeah.
1: You sound fantastic. You sound like you're enduring <laughs> the early throws of, of a Wisconsin winter. Uh,
0: it was almost 40 degrees here today. It's actually uh, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, potentially uh, an inch of rain.
1: Good, good. That's good. Thursday. Just, just, yep. what <laughs> just what you need. Just what you need, an inch of rain. Fantastic. Yep. Hope that Let's basement is grass. nicely waterproofed. Uh
0: Yep. Grass is getting brown, so we're gonna need some uh, some uh, rain to green it up. You know, oh wait, it's December. That's yeah. not
1: happening. No, there's there's no greening going on. Do you know I told tonight at dinner uh, the tale of Lambeau Field and its agronomy, its incredible technology to my wife and youngest daughter. Yeah, because we uh, I was were well they amazed. Well, it started with I was asking. You know, We were talking about the stadium situation at FedEx Field. I just got done talking about that, how bad it is. And I did take young Megan with her cousin and my Uncle Todd, who knows just enough to be dangerous, to a game last year. And I said, honestly, Megan, what did you think of the experience? And she started rattling things off. It was dirty. It was cold. It was dank. The people weren't that helpful. And she said, and the, and the grass was bad. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, it is wintertime. That is a... Prescription Bermuda turf that likes to go dormant in the winter. And I said, You wouldn't believe what Green Bay does to keep their field green. And they were like, Yeah. And they were like, All ears. I said, Well, first of all, they've got pipes underneath the field to keep it warm. Uh Is it antifreeze in those pipes? It would have to be, right?
0: Yeah, because. Uh, that's a good question. It might just be water that just gets circulated and heated. Okay. And just like you'd have like your heated floors in your in your basement's bathrooms uh, to keep the tile warm. It's probably right. a similar situation on a grander scale.
1: I said first things first, they got water pipes underneath to keep the field warm. Thing number two is that the field actually has a synthetic fiber weave to it. So that maybe one eighth of the field is actually synthetic grass to kind of keep it all together, and it's a mat. And I've never really seen this. I should look it up. Get her. I guess the mat has porous holes in it, so the real grass can can grow up through it.
0: Yeah, and then you get and so water can get down to it when it gets watered as well. So
1: yeah, and then and then it and then, keeps then it keeps winter, everything it's... together. And then I said right, and I said, and they're like, "Wow, really?" And I go. Yeah, and I said, and then to top it all off, because grass stops growing around October, they have grow lights with special UV properties that they rig up and they roll slowly over the field multiple times during the week to, to just try to to coax some growth out of the grass.
0: Well, and this time of year, too, though, if, if it gets real cold, they'll kind of put that little bubble over it, you know, three hours before game time to keep the
1: temperature out oh, right. of and the then grass. The, and then there's off. that as well right and, yeah. I, and and I think at that point my daughter said, well why don't they just build an indoor stadium?" And I said, you can't at the hallowed birthplace of Packer football. it would never fly. Why don't they just use artificial turf I go again, it's tradition yeah. Yeah. and so and so they were like, well who who decided to do all this because I then said, and guess what FedEx field has when it comes to that kind of stuff nothing Nothing. (laughs) not a goddamn thing we might have some heating i don't know about that but we don't have the grow lights we don't have the fibers and
0: well there's other things to worry about in Redskin world today i I noticed well i just went i
1: just went through that and i won't rehash it here it's so funny get her these these guys these poor marketing saps came in from new york (laughs) and they're like okay we're gonna change things up we're gonna Actually be friendly with the sports radio stations in town. We're going to actually give away tickets. We're going to actually admit there's no waiting list.
0: Yeah, give away tickets to things that people don't want to go to because the experience is yeah. crappy.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, they, they could give away tickets to street hookers that were coated in penicillin, <laughs> and the street hookers would say, I still don't want those. But it'll cure your, your rash. No, I don't want those. No, but the uh, the thing with the Redskins, so my, I think it was either my wife or my daughter said, well, who decided to spend all that money on the field? And I said, that's a great question because the Packers don't have an owner. So yeah. somewhere along the line, the board or Mark Murphy or whoever was. Yeah,
0: ultimately it's, ultimately it's Murphy's decision on anything that happens inside 1265, so.
1: Who uh who uh preceded Murphy was it was Ron Wolf Bob Harlan oh that's Bob right Harlan oh that's right Bob Harlan yes father of the great Kevin Harlan with no exactly. regard for human life exactly. so yeah so I guess Harlan with the board at one point said hey why don't we do some why don't we put some money into the field to make it really the best it can be right
0: and then yeah and then Murphy just took it to times ten with everything that's going on with all the renovations that have happened with the title town district the sledding hill everything that's going on how is the East. sledding
1: hill oh by the way Well, it's
0: way. probably not good now because it's not very Too warm. cold okay uh, so maybe by game time on sunday it'll be a little better mm-hmm. i haven't uh, checked the weather forecast uh, that far in advance yet so
1: and having said that are you excited for the home finale against the no. detroit well you didn't even wait for me to finish that did you
0: <laughs> oh <No>, why <laughs>
1: Don't you want to see Aaron I AA mean, Ron Rodgers' awesome leadership skills on display again after last week's thrilling comeback against the New York Jets? Come I, on. I
0: mean, j- just think if he would have gotten hurt on those running touchdowns. No, nobody conversion. gets hurt
1: in football. Yeah. I mean, sure Philip Lindsay broke his fucking wrist and is going to have to get surgery on it. He should be fine by next year, but did you really need him to have a broken wrist? Nah. But they did. Of course, I'm not comparing Philip Lindsay to Rodgers. Yeah. I'm just making a point that, hey, shit happens.
0: 100 percent. But, the, I mean, there's no – there. I mean, we talked about it last week. There's there's no need for him to be out there. And, and, I mean, some of the hits he took, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. If he gets just hurt, it's just going to be an absolute yeah. storm of just crap that's going to come down. And You can say shit storm on the, the podcast. Go ahead. No, say no. it. Come on. Shitstorm. Okay, now thankfully, say thankfully now
1: that... now say clusterfuck. Go ahead, just let it out. <laughs> You're allowed to say that as well.
0: <laughs> uh, sure, not too loud. Everyone's sleeping I know. upstairs, so you got
1: kids and all. Um, so the bigger storyline from that Jets game, yeah, the comeback was great and all. The Jets were running all over you guys. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I... they hung thirty-five on you guys. 38. Yeah, 38, whatever the number was.
0: 44-38, I believe the final was, yeah.
1: And not, and, uh, and apparently 30. you guys got a lot of penalty calls late from what I heard. True?
0: Yeah, it, 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 I, 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 to be perfectly honest, I was kind of watching it on and off because <laughs> there were other things going. <laughs> it just wasn't. You were watching your to,
1: gambling picks, weren't you?
0: I was, I was, actually.
1: Well, if you bet with uh, me was, and Mr. X, you lost your ass. We came crashing. Uh, we came I crashing back to earth this week.
0: X, yeah, well, X was what one and three. Your your lock was not a lock.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in other words, we were one and four. We were yes. like we were like the stock market Monday, but, but this week. At but, some point. but this week we're going to be like the stock market. Oh, yeah. Today, today, today. yeah, baby.
0: Absolutely. Thousand was it eleven 1, hundred up today. <laughs>
1: So the Packers pretty, are looking at pretty. pretty good. Packers are looking at Chuck Pagano and Jim Caldwell. In fact, they've interviewed both guys. Give me both. your, give me your take on those guys.
0: Uh, I, meh, minus. I would say. I mean, Caldwell got fired twice, so. But he went nine and Don't seven
1: really... twice, and the new guy, he, old yeah, big beard twice. Patricia, sucks.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Pagano. I mean, Pagano makes more sense. I would say, but. I mean, at the end of the day, they, I mean, this is the their first two guys that they're interviewing because they really can't interview anybody else. That's because everyone's still, you know, of, of note is still coaching an NFL team or they can't talk to any college people at this point. So this is just kind of, I'm sure the the Caldwell one was more of the let's check the box for the Rooney rule because
1: oh, you know, boy. we gotta make sure we do all <laughs> that
0: before we actually go to the people that we're actually going to want to potentially hire come.
1: January. Hey, you've had a black coach in Green Bay and you fired his ass after one year. You racist cheeseheads.
0: That that team was so horribly undisciplined. The Ray Rhodes year. Oh, man, that was not pretty.
1: Yeah, that was one quick year going. Yeah, Ray's a coordinator. Yeah, he's like the black North Turner. You you really don't want him running a team. Great with Uh, his schemes, great. great as a coordinator, not a head coach.
0: Well, that's everybody thought too. was He's like, oh, man, he was such, he was so awesome as the defensive coordinator. I, I mean, he's got to be great as a head coach. And, and that just did not happen. So.
1: Do you know that this year there could be as many as six black coaches fired or six minority coaches? I guess if you're counting Ron Rivera as one well, of the yeah, minority Van, coaches.
0: Vance, Vance Joseph is no longer having the time of his life, right? No, he's not.
1: <laughs> and, you know, Booger on Monday night was openly speculating like this could be it. For yeah, for, yeah, for Vance Joseph.
0: That. I'm like But he can say that obviously. Well he know?
1: can, but I would have thought Booger of all people, being an ex player and being down for the cause, would chill the fuck out a bit on firing, you know, Vance Joseph on Monday night. How about the fact oh, well, oh this is from Monday, which I didn't get to. How about this? Did you see where Gruden threw a challenge flag on <laughs> yeah, a scoring, scoring play?
0: play? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was watching. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And, and, and like,
1: well, he's trying
0: to know the rule, and he's like, "Well, uh, obviously he didn't." And then he has—he's got some official Jerry Austin, <laughs> yeah. Jerry Austin,
1: who's a retired ex-ref who then did TV for a couple years for ESPN. He hired him to help consult, and he still and fucked it show, up. And what bothered me—the the
0: box of the Raiders hat, just like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: What bothers me the most. I did check my recording here to make sure we're still rolling. What bothers me the most is that the ESPN crew then treated it with kid gloves. I was oh, dying yeah. for yeah. one of the guys to say, "That's terrible." What an idiot! John, what John, an idiot! You don't have to call him an idiot. But you have to go. That's that's terrible. You know, he John have lost Gruden. Both
0: of his challenges. Yeah, yeah for that.
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty embarrassing when you're like, "Yeah, hired a guy, hired an ex-referee he used to work with us at ESPN." Helped me challenge things. Of course, what, what I think,
0: think of, what I think Gruden was people was go ahead. Sorry.
1: I what I think what I think Gruden was challenging, was a secondary part of the play, that he doesn't think the review booth was looking at. Like there was two components of the play, and I think he was wanted them to look at one component that he didn't think they looked at. That was my theory, at least. But you can't do that.
0: Steven. And of all people that should know it, being that he was on TV for 10 years, yes, he should know when and when not to challenge.
1: And it didn't sound like the TV crew knew what was going on either. And you know the guy yeah. that knows exactly what the fuck is going on all the time? Mike fucking Tariko. That dude knows the rules and will tell you the rules as soon as you need them. Every other announcer like, ah, bah, bah. That might be a legal uh, swim move, or a sa- no? What are you talking about? You don't even know what the rules are. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. You were gonna say. Sorry, I cut you off there.
0: Well, I mean, it just like I said, I, I he just, I mean, I'm, like I was getting to, of all people that should have known when not when right. to challenge him right. being in the booth uh, for the last ten years, right. and then having an official on his staff wearing the Raiders hat. Yeah. Who I don't know. Was he drinking? I mean, how does he? How does he not know? I don't know. And that was the second time he's done it this year. I All just right. noticed. On went back in Twitter. Second time he challenged a scoring play. <laughs>
1: really? Second uh, time. Slow. NFL up. Learner NFL on
0: Twitter. John Gruden has now twice challenged a scoring play this season. All oh scoring God. plays are automatically reviewed. Illegally throwing the challenge thing results in a lost timeout.
1: Yeah. Good job there. All right. This email came to me from one Chad Misovec. Hello,
0: Chad.
1: He says, Zabe, I'm a Packer fan who agrees they should fucking sit Rodgers. That said, the playoff game lost to Seattle, which you described as a, quote, masterpiece, was not. He threw for 178 yards and one touchdown and two INTs. His defense and special teams got him five turnovers, multiple in the red zone trips. Yes, he had a sore leg, but if he plays average, they win by four touchdowns. Sincerely, Chad. Now, before I let you jump in on this. My recollection of that game was different. My recollection is his ankle was so jacked up. It was not even certain that he was going to play that week and he and he hobbled through the game and as I recall that game getter that was still at the peak of the Legion of Boom and that Seattle defense in their building was a fucking man-eating beast that Rodgers yeah. somehow tamed with strategically quick and short passes on a brutally sprained ankle. That was my recollection, but as you know, Gitter, my memory is not great. What was your memory of that, that game?
0: I believe that was – he was also battling – yeah, he had the calf that had been bothering him for most of the second half okay. of the season. So
1: it was a calf, not an ankle.
0: Yeah. Okay. That, was where the, that was where his uh, – but his ankle probably was still screwed up too, being that the calf was – you know, he's probably overcompensating for the calf. But, yeah, I mean, for him to stay upright that whole game and to have the Packers basically hand them the – I mean, they had the game won. Right. With everything he did, it was Bostic that, you know, screwed the pooch yeah, yeah. on that one. So, yeah, I, I, think
1: I you know a little – I don't look at the stats and go, oh, 178 yards and just, you know, one touchdown, two INTs. I just remember how – Brutally tough that Seattle defense was at that point. Still, that was their back-to-back. You know, coming off winning the Super Bowl the year before, they were still very, very dominant. Well,
0: and Rodgers and,
1: and, and Rodgers figured out a way to play and to stitch it together and have them in position to win. And that pussy McCarthy and that idiot Brandon Bostic basically ruined the game.
0: Well, and let, let's not forget the interception where they slid down, thinking the game was uh, as Well, that's.
1: Five minutes and 38 seconds left, I believe, was the time. And they're like, oh, that's it. We won the game. No, there's still time left, you fuckers. So that said, I I remember a similar masterpiece game by Peyton Manning against the Ray Lewis Ravens defense where I don't know if they scored a touchdown that game or not. They go into Baltimore as a playoff game, and Peyton Manning throws a billion seven-yard outs that are just perfect passes Barely completed, just you know, right at the right time. It was not like throwing it all over the place, but it was brilliant. And I, that's how I view Rogers' performance in that game. But who knows?
0: That was yeah, similar, yeah, similar, uh, similar performances that, again, should have been wins for both of the quarterbacks that just did yeah. not happen.
1: So I, uh, I returned the gimbal I bought for myself for Christmas today. What? Yeah, shocker! No. How about that? And I'm going to return. The drone that I bought for myself tomorrow.
0: Which drone did we did you buy?
1: <laughs> I bought something called the hover passport. It oh, looks geez. yeah, you can Google it right now because I hear you typing in the background. Uh it's uh it looks like a little box that folds in two. And I bought it because it's light enough and it doesn't use GPS so you can fly it in no fly zones. And it Look goes at that, up... thing. that
0: looks like that looks like something you'd flip burgers with on right. a grill. Right. It. it
1: <laughs> right. It looks like a salmon cage for your yeah. grill. Yeah. To
0: keep the fish in one piece. Yeah.
1: Well. <laughs> well, I I tried it. I I got it up and running, and I was flying it in my office where you're allowed to fly these indoors. They say it's fine. After going around a little bit, just up and down, it suddenly has a mind of its own. It goes straight to the ceiling and pins itself to my ceiling.
0: <laughs> I always oh, to... went to the battery dies and it eventually. <laughs>
1: yeah. I have to jump up and knock it down and I was like, okay, this thing's going right back. But at the at Best Buy where I returned the uh, the DJI Osmo Mobile Pro or Mobile 2, the phone gimbal. Yep. Forget why I returned it. It's just a sickness I have and this is one of my vows for the new year. Don't return anything this is the year i return nothing i cannot keep returning stuff this is a literal mental illness i have
0: like between january 1st and january 5th 2019 are we
1: talking or no i have to i have to stop right now i have to seriously stop doing this shit but get this i go to best buy and i'm standing in line and i I see the old sad sack grandpa in front of me come up with a Best Buy bag and some item. And I can overhear hey. the conversation between the young punk 20 something blue shirt and this old man. And the guy's like, "Oh, do you have a receipt, sir?" "Oh, you don't." Yeah. "Well, our policy is," and he shows the little laminated sign on the desk about the policy. Just, and then he's points like to it. And then he's like, "Um, well, you know, does you said your wife bought it? Does she have an account with us, a Best Buy Rewards account? Because we could look it up. And he's like, No, I don't know that. And he's trying all the angles, get her. And this guy, this blue shirt, is shutting his shit down. I mean, defending <laughs> him like Hakeem Olajuwon in his prime. <laughs> and he and he finally at- he finally admits defeat, and he shuffles off. And I'm thinking to myself. I bet retailers get a lot of this this time of year. A lot oh, God, yeah. of of scammers who are like I'm going to look like an old man of I'm, I'm an old man. I've lost my receipt and I've I've boxed up some USB something from 4 years ago and I'm going to try to return it if nothing else for store credit. And Best Buy is having none of it. So anyway, so I get up there with my gimbal which I bought literally 2 days earlier and I've hello. got hello and I've got my gimbal. <laughs> I am now successfully off of the Best Buy no fly list, which I was on for a while. And get this.
0: We're going to be back on it soon at this rate.
1: And here's the conversation. You ready? Yeah, I'd like to return this. He looks at it. He goes, What's the matter? And I go, Eh, I just didn't really want it. And he goes, Why'd you buy it then? And I'm like, I'm like. Okay, here we go. Did he I have guess this is not right a. Right above you while yeah. this
0: questioning was going on. Yeah,
1: I guess I'm, I'm. I felt like saying, "Oh, I guess your no questions asked return policy is no longer in effect. I now have to answer questions to you." So I go, nah, I just didn't like how it performed. You know, the ergonomics of it and how it's set up and everything else." And he goes, "Oh, okay, cool, man. You know, he's trying to be my friend. Like, yeah, okay, cool, all right." And then he says to me, "Get her." You don't mind if I look inside, do you? I'm and I'm thinking, thinking...
0: What, you just put, like, some bricks inside of
1: it? <laughs> yes, and I'm thinking, like, <laughs> I should have responded, like, in a panic. No, 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 don't look at that. <laughs> and, and, and run he... out the door? <laughs> no, not really run... But just pretend, like, no, you can't look at it. Like, I don't give you permission to look at it. Almost like, you know, cops have to have search, and they have to have a search warrant to get in the trunk of your car, in probable theory. Probable cause. Yeah, or, or probable, probable cause. cause. He's like, you don't mind if I look in this, do you? Like he's gonna scare me or something. Like I did pull the old, hey, yeah. put a bunch of rocks in the old <laughs> DJI Osmo Gimbal box. And <laughs> then when they These are my lava rocks from my grill. <laughs> yeah, right. And then when they open it, it's like womp, <laughs> womp, <laughs> Joke's on Why you. This...
0: Why does it smell like bratwurst inside of this box?
1: Exactly. So, yeah, he's he he opened it, he looked at it, he's like, all right, cool. And then he gave me the, uh, oh, and then he gave me one more last one. He goes, you sure you don't want to exchange it for anything? And I'm like, yeah, yeah how about a kick to your balls? Because that would be a fair exchange. I'll take that for $119, please. Here, step out from behind the counter, blue shirt, and I'm going to bring <laughs> you down a peg. Okay, here we go. And a swing, and a one, and a two, wham! <laughs>
0: We have smart light bulbs that are a great addition to your home, Mr. Kazaban, if you would like these.
1: Oh, God. That's right.
0: They can change all different
1: colors. (laughs) Oh, golly. All right. What do you want to talk about? I've got a question for you before we're done today. What is uh, front? First of all, how is Spider-Man, Spider-Verse with your son? I saw it with my daughter. I want to compare notes.
0: Well, like you said, when you sent me the text last night, get ready for Caesar, yeah. seizures I, to be induced. I'm like, what is he talking about? Yeah, get, you, you said you took, said to me,
1: you go, I'm going to see Spider Verse with the with the boy, and I go, fifty percent chance it gives you seizures. Good luck. And it
0: took about seventy two seconds, and I'm like, oh my god, I know what Zay was talking about now because it was like. The old. I was trying to describe it to my mom and my and my wife at dinner night. It was like the old school Batman cartoons was like
1: kapow, bam, but on boom. but on steroids. It, like yes. I'll say this, it is from an artistic standpoint, the style of animation spectacular.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely!
1: Totally unique, half lifelike, realistic, one half comic book, really incredible stuff but towards the end of the movie and especially for the final big battle oh my god um, it was neon lights and flashing this and flashing that it's not good if you get easy seizures careful if you take your kid did your boy like it though
0: oh yeah he 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 was every time the songs are coming up the song that uh the The lead character listened to with on his on his miles those Sony miles on his Sony headphones. I believe he had on. Yeah, nobody nobody wears
1: Sony headphones. It's all Beats or Bose.
0: But every time I looked over to him, and his head was kind of bopping up and down, so he was in the whole time. Does um, your boy? Does your boy?
1: Does your boy yearn to be a Black Spider Man now?
0: uh, Absolutely, one (laughs) hundred percent. I gotta just daddy uh, let him know that that might not be a possibility.
1: (laughs) Daddy. I don't want to be a lame ass white Spider-Man. I want to be a Black Spider-Man. They're better. But, They're cooler.
0: <laughs> but he's actually he's actually getting very much into uh, sports in the last couple of months. Um, even since you've been here this we're here this summer and nice his 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 uh, his prize possession from Christmas he got the uh, mini replica helmets of all thirty two NFL teams.
1: Oh yes, yes, so, yes, so,
0: yes, yes, yes. So, what he likes to do is he takes, he puts them all in a bag and he pulls them out and he's like, and he'd like say, Green Bay Packers, best player, Aaron Rodgers, Washington Redskins, best player. Well, they really don't have one.
1: Um, Hey, DJ Swearinger. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Uh, Not no more. (laughs) Not no more. Best player, best player with two good legs. Oh, boy, I'd have to think about Mm, that one. uh... Jonathan Allen,
0: Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Peterson.
1: Peterson. There you go. Um, so that's awesome, dude. That is so cool. That is a that is a thing that it's universal. Young yeah. young boys love the shiny helmets, and it's going to be too bad someday when uh, Commissioner Goodell's son, who takes over the league, <laughs> bans tackling, <laughs> and there are no more helmets anymore because it's two hand touch, and we'll yearn we'll for the have- days in which there was actual football helmets. To collect,
0: yes, or they will be just uh, like you know donuts, you know inflatable donuts around your your head, <laughs> which will be hard to get a logo on. It's going to be very linear <laughs> logos at that point to get on that particular yeah. uh, uh, frame, if you will.
1: Speaking of donuts, one last story for you. I I don't know, I don't know what you would think make of this. I'm at Duck Donuts <laughs> in Philadelphia when I was up there oh, for sure. Have you ever been to a Duck Donuts?
0: I have not, no. Have you uh, heard of them? A lot of East, I have, yes.
1: Okay, it's an East Coast thing born out of Duck, North Carolina. A donut shop in which they deep fry the donuts hot mm-hmm. and fresh right in front of your face. And then dip them in all kinds of deliciousness. Powdered sugar, cinnamon, glaze, sprinkles. It's why I'm a thousand pounds right now. Anyway, you like sprinkles? Love the sprinkles! So, so I'm at a Duck Donuts, and I'm standing in line, and it's just me and the woman in front of me, and I'm standing there, standing there, standing there, and I, st- I step to my right to get out of line to pick up a laminated menu of donuts that was sitting on the counter. Okay? Okay. A step and a half. I wouldn't even be called for traveling if it was a basketball game. As I,
0: well, NBA that you could take four steps before they would call travel to might still not as
1: I as I grab the menu and then go to step back into line. Did she jump you? No. Oh. My left foot suddenly lands on another foot, and I turn around. There's another middle aged man who had sidled up behind me and thought that my step and a half to get a menu was his chance to move up in line so you got jumped yes he got skipped and i looked oh. at him
0: i ran i I'm looked sure at you him just said excuse me sir go right ahead
1: oh i laid on the sarcasm I, I go whoa i didn't see you there whoa i go wow did 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 you get your chance to move up there like uh You know, you you want to go ahead of me? I think I was saying some shit like that. And he was just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I I didn't know. He said, I didn't know something or another. And I didn't quite go full asshole and say, oh, what, you didn't know that I was going to come back in line after I took one step to the right to get a menu? Yeah, maybe you should just assume that, old man. It was the weirdest, (laughs) darndest thing because I thought, what is wrong with people? Why are they did, that uh, way? Did
0: he did he have the wrestling shoes like uh, Lane wore at the episode of Seinfeld with the Seidler, so he could sneak <laughs> around the office? No, <laughs> without getting heard.
1: Didn't have the wrestling shoes, but uh, but yeah. Hey, uh, Zay Vegas is sold out. Get her sixty-four I saw that bids. Yesterday. Now here's the problem. I have a few people who have emailed me over the last couple months asking hey, uh, is a Vegas happening? And I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it, working on it, I'll let you know. No more than four or five guys max. I don't know if they got the word that it was on and that you could sign up because it was really a subscriber exclusive via email. And podcast. And, and, podcast. And, and And I dropped the little Easter egg with you a week ago. But there are some people that love me and love the show and don't, Get to listen or don't choose to listen to the podcast, or they might have missed it that day, or maybe they're not a subscriber and they reached out to me well in advance asking for it. What do I do? Because I'm my only thought is if there's someone that's really been left out on the outside looking in and they have the emails to prove it, I will create four play in spots just like the real tournament and we'll go to 68 what do you think about that idea
0: i think th- those those games have to be shorter you know half you know if we're doing like a minute for the actual field it's going no, to it'd be a be full like, game pretty... no full game you think so yeah, yeah what the, heck? the more the merrier right
1: how do i seed this thing how we how are we going to seed this thing
0: uh by order of purchase
1: that's what i thought but you, you don't know if anyone's good or bad at Papa Shot until you actually see him chucking basketballs up. So you uh, could, I, mean, I
0: was practicing over the weekend.
1: so <laughs> I saw that. Of course, you're practicing on a little home setup. I think, I'm not sure, Getter, but I think the Papa Shot... Are we
0: Shot, going full-size? Full I think... Regulation basketballs?
1: I think the Papa Shot at MGM Grand is one of those mega Papa Shots. Oh, we're, so we're
0: talking full size, full size balls. A, have
1: you seen one of those full size Papa shots? I have. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, Dave and Buster's has those. Uh, full yes. Size ones. I yeah. think oh, yeah. that's
1: what it is. So oh. that should be interesting. Well, guess if, I'm
0: gonna have to guess I'm gonna have to go to Dave and Buster's the next couple weeks here to get ready.
1: Where's the nearest Dave and Buster's up there?
0: Uh 15 minutes at the Mayfair Mall oh. area. There you go. You've been passed. Some yeah, you something to, took a nap in the parking lot for 30 okay, seconds. Uh, that's
1: that's enough. Don't don't make me treat you like the guy at Duck Donuts who tried to steal my spot in line, that <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm not allowed to bring up great stories from the past?
1: Of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> all right, well, get her, uh good luck uh this weekend with the Packers and the Lions. Try to watch as much of the game as possible. Let's all pray that get her, that ro- that Rodgers does not get hurt. And let's hope they get somebody a little bit more inspiring than Chuck Pagano or, yeah, good old question. Jim Caldwell.
0: Did you one quick thing? Did you see about uh, the news in the golf world today? No. Uh, Woods Mickelson signed to play the match again oh, in 2019 and sake. 2020. Initially, they signed a three-year deal, which means they will face off. In head-to-head matches each of the next two years.
1: Same format? Mono-y-mono? Uh,
0: they don't know all the details at this point, but it was a three-year deal for the match, apparently.
1: <laughs> what greedy fucking whores they are. <laughs> Seriously. I have so zero respect for either guy now. That is an, Who's going to watch it the second time around?
0: Yeah, they're going to have to change the format, obviously, and have it like a two-man match or something. I mean, there's no way they can have the exact same.
1: Yeah, but you don't want to let same. somebody. You want to let somebody who has a mouth and doesn't give a fuck, like say uh, Captain America, Patrick Reed, or Billy Horschel. Well, nobody like you don't nobody want. Nobody likes him. Right. Exactly. But let's just say another guy comes on board who is not so buttoned up and puckered up. Like these mega millionaires. Oh, so, it can't be like that. Right. So it's somebody who's willing to run his mouth, a Pat Perez type. And let's say the Pat, Pat Perez, Perez or Billy Horschel or Patrick Reed goes super low and shoots shoots sixty two while uh grandpa bald spot and uh an old Trump hair, Mickelson, shoots seventy one. <laughs> That's going yeah. to make them look bad. They can't have yes. that. Oh, and
0: did God. you see did you see speaking of Captain America, what Kevin Kisner said about him? No, a what he said. Oh yeah, he oh, said everyone God,
1: it, he's like, Yeah, everyone hated him in college. That's well known.
0: But did you the last line in that quote? No. I don't know that they'd piss on him if, if he, he was on, was fire. on fire to yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah.
1: I've heard that before, but that doesn't mean that he says he feels that way about him. He was just referencing his no. collegiate days, which is well documented that nobody liked
0: him. Oh yeah. Exactly.
1: I still like him. Sorta. Of.
0: You still like him? Sort I go,
1: I go hot and cold on on Patrick Reed, just like I go, I go hot and cold on every golfer, like Spieth. I could, I used to be the biggest Speeth fanboy ever, and then oh, he started wearing me out.
0: You love him, you. I used you to love him.
1: I used to. Now I've, I'm sort of cool still. on him right now. It it waxes and it wanes. Well, great. Um, <laughs> if they're having, if they've signed for three years, then you know what? I bet I know who's going to win the next one. Oh, you think it's going to be <laughs> Tiger? Yeah, so There's that the third one is for ultimate bragging rights. Uh-huh, wink, wink. He's going
0: to win it in 21 holes, though, instead of 22, so he can really yeah. be like, oh, yeah, in your face, Nicholson.
1: Ridiculous. Okay. I will
0: have a belt that'll actually fit the winner this time. So,
1: Please don't let me buy that next year. Please do not oh, let me buy that next year. You're buying it. No. What else are you going to what else am I gonna do? Not buy it. What else
0: are you gonna do this Friday of Thanksgiving? Nothing.
1: No, not not this time. Not happening. All right, get her. I'll
0: send you i tw- I'll send you twenty dollars via PayPal to cover the cost. I,
1: it's not that's there's a principal thing. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna demean myself by watching this thing a second time. All right, get her. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, bud. Thanks.
0: All right, sir. Happy
1: New Year. Happy New Year. See you, bud. Let's end on this today. Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi has gone on a second tirade against obesity in as many months, leading some critics to say that he is fat-shaming his fellow Egyptians. This after Health Minister Hala Zayed presented new numbers on the weight of Egyptians on Saturday during a televised address. Interrupting her, he asked, why are we doing this to ourselves? President Sisi said he sometimes sees people and thinks, why is she not taking care of herself? And can you walk like that? He went on to preach that Egyptians should exercise more and even suggested that overweight people should be banned from Egyptian television. <laughs> he also said physical education should become core curriculum at schools and universities. Laughing, he turned to his prime minister, who was also on stage, and told him... You better not put on any weight. <laughs> now I don't know how brutal this new guy is, but to be president in Egypt, I think you got to be willing to kill some people. Another joke, uh, so jokes are roaming the internet. I, I don't know how strict the internet is in Egypt. Jokes are all around the internet including uh, a man asking to hide in a friend's house from police until he loses weight. and another showed a man informing on his overweight informing on his overweight wife to the authorities. That's a joke in Egypt? (laughs) Turning her into the fat police. There are critics of the president saying he was fat-shaming and not acknowledging the problem is rooted largely in poverty. Cheaper junk food has become more favorable for Egyptians as prices for real food, particularly fruits and vegetables, rose sharply after economic reforms were introduced by President al-Sisi. Look, the bottom line is this. Any country that has Doritos Cool Ranch introduced into it is going to gain weight. Doritos Cool Ranch and a Rice Krispie Treat is going to beat dried dates and palm fronds any day of the week. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, Egypt. The only solution would be building more pyramids. Now that will get you into shape. Not only will it get the people into shape as they try to uh, heave those giant rocks up into place, but it would get people into shape saying, Look, if you don't lose weight, we're putting you on the new crew to build the new pyramids in Egypt. Just an idea, or you can keep going on TV and fat shaming. That'll do it for me today. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, comment, and like. Tell a couple friends. Zabecast app is fantastic. Free to use at the App Store, whether it's Google Play or iTunes. Tomorrow is our Week 17 Football Five Ways Premium Edition. And yes, the premium podcast will continue into the new year. Format, topics, guests still to be determined. More on that to come. Now go sign up for the Redskins season ticket waiting list because it's going to be back and better than ever. Just you wait. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bowl season is here and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. No, not this year. Not when there are a record 41 bowl games to bet on, including the national championship on Jan 7. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win, ownership cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money during the bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have the nice bankroll for the bowl season. Use promo code ZABE when you deposit and activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid.